Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I need to tell you something. Yeah, yeah, Austin. That it's, Hi. uh, oh. Hi. I, I want to say. I'm sitting here. You look great. In this I love you. I love you too. Love you too. I love you like a sister. It's like a sister. You know, like a, you what? love a sister. A what? sister that you want fucked. Whose sister? Whose sister? Whose sister? Like a sister. Like a sister. Like a sister. Yeah. And I. Yeah. Okay. You know, okay. and I called you and I told okay. you that I wanted to date you. Okay. But let's, let's see. don't activate, don't activate, don't activate. But I was at a fish concert like I do every what? every year on New Year's Eve and I called you and I told you I wanted to date you and I was what? not in my right mind. What? I was on a lot of drugs. Fish? You're fucking 33 years old. Who goes to a fish concert when they're 33 it's years old? I often. do. I look like You're an, an overgrown Hebla elf. What? I don't understand, but I don't you know hugged Lindsay. me and you told me, this is the year, 2021, you're going to fuck me. I mean, date me. I mean, I have been your on girlfriend. My, I had been on Molly for four days. Like a sister. Like a sister. Like a sister. Here's the thing. What? Here's the thing. What? You're the friend I can lay in bed with and, and watch a movie with and sometimes touch your boob. But, but you, you set goals. When you say goals, I wrote them down on my list. It's written down. You're scaring me. I used blue ink, Austin. I can't erase this. Can you be a cool girl? Like a sister. Like a sister. Like a sister. Can we and, move on? Yeah. 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 Sure. Sure, it's fine. It's fine. It's just, you know, I'll just be, be single. Be lonely. Why are your eyes spinning around? Because I'm never having kids now. And scene. <laughs> Poor Lindsay. I thought Poor this Lindsay. went much better than I thought much it would. Much better than I thought she, it would. She oh, had, I hit your lamp. You always hit that lamp. I do hit your lamp. She, y'all, she went through the stages of grief really quickly. Really, really <laughs> quick. I have to say... First of all, y'all, welcome to Winter House. Welcome to Winter House. Season three, episode three. As Winter's I told Poop, House. We're halfway through. I think they're only doing only six, six episodes, episodes. We think. And I don't know if they're doing a reunion or not. I kind of... Would they do a reunion of this Yeah, show? they would. They Andy, probably would. Andy Cohen will do anything for money. <laughs> I can respect him for that. So, but it's a slippery slope is this episode. Slippery slope. 
Or as Poodle likes to say, that's what they called him in college. <laughs> there he goes. There he goes. He's covered in lube. Lube, again. And, lube and butter. <laughs> but you're right. She, I mean, think about, let's think about Lindsay Hubbard. Let's think about Hubs and her past. They even showed yeah. a clip of her oh, past. She's, I forgot about Payman. I forgot about the guy she was dating for a while and who he's like, oh, she looks hot. It's like, that girl's hot. And she told one, like one of the girls in the house, one of the twins, I think she's like, oh yeah, she's hot. And Lindsay's like, she's hot. <laughs> like on the phone, she'll never learn. And, She'll never learn. But and the, the fact that she, I thought she would explode. Oh, I I think she did a really great job of did. playing it off. She really went through. Now that said, she looked like she wanted to murder Austin the <laughs> rest of the entire episode. And now I don't know if you know this. They were on Watch What Happens Live okay. uh, a while back, a couple, like last, last week. And... Apparently, after that, and the way he talked about her, mm-hmm. she's taking a break from their friendship. Oh, that's what she said. Yeah, so she, I think she's kind of done with him. But the kids, who wouldn't be? Who would? But here's the deal. Like we said before, Lindsay can't be friends with guys nope. unless they're already in a relationship. Yep, yep. And especially he has. And the thing is, he's done worse because he's engaged her emotionally and he's only he's, been broken up from madison for three months and y'all that that relationship at least it needs a year of being single because oh, she fucked him over <laughs> fucked him over she left him she, she just broke like him. uh birds are peck we're pecking yes. off the the flesh of his bones just open wounds um uh, and but what's interesting is he was getting things from Lindsay that only he needed, and she didn't. He did not realize that she just. But and he sh- she should never said he should have never said things like I'm going to date you this year, Lindsay Hubbard. You know, because uh, Lindsay goes like, "Yes, it's going yes. on my list." She literally wrote that down in ink yeah. in her little book. Five year plan. Five year plan. Meanwhile, Austin is fucking doing shrooms at a fish concert <laughs> for Y'all. four days. Y'all, if you're, I mean, I guess he if it's smelled one like time. corn chips. My dad's last ex-wife, her son, followed fish, fish around head. for like two years. Yeah, he also has had a, a lot of problems with substances. <laughs> He's doing great now, I think. Good, good but, to hear. Good to hear. But I'm just saying, we had a guy. What was his name? Matt. It was Matt something. He was in freshman. He was in acapella choir with me at UNT. Um, I can't remember his last, but he loved fish too. Great musician. I'm not dogging fish, but I'm just saying if you're above the age of like 30, there's a lot of fish heads who are older though. All you're doing is traveling around with fish and you don't have a trust fund. How are you paying for this? It does seem like it would lead to a lot of, let's just say wasted time. (laughs) Yeah, Cause you don't go to, you don't go. I'm all about being passionate. That's your thing. The thing was, it's not like you go to a fish concert or a Grateful Dead concert and don't get blasted. I think that is generally a necessity. Y- yeah. Y'all come at us if you Maybe go to a fish wrong. concert and you're sober. I don't mean this. I've judgment. never more heard of it. Yeah. Um, if you're not, if you're not high as a kite. I love fish on have, weed. I love some of their hits. Like what? Um, <laughs> mountain water runs dry. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> um, I don't know them at all. I know. 
so anyway, I, I just got to say, Lindsay Hubbard is always upfront about if you tell her something, you better goddamn well do it. <sighs> she, and, she is a woman of not just her word, but of your words. Yeah. And, and you need to be impeccable. She read that five agreements and she <laughs> and she took it all to fucking heart. Four agreements. <laughs> you just added one. What would be the fifth agreement, Poodle? <laughs> what would be the, the fifth agreement? The fifth agreement is <laughs> or for Lindsay Hubbard. Lindsay's fifth agreement would be don't put me on a I'm not a back burner girl. I'm not a back burner girl. Yeah, I didn't say that. she did say that. She said um, that not to Austin, but she said it in the moment. because she, she said he just wants to keep me around. She's right. She's she, completely right. Yeah. He toyed with her. He lied to her. Because in the, and I was saying this to a friend a friend earlier. <sighs> Austin get Austin is a better I can't believe I'm I'm saying nice things about Austin because I generally don't like him. Austin gets a is a better person than he gets an editor on the show for. I agree with that. Um, I agree with that. I, I I think he's a dog, but I don't think he's such a dog. No, no, no. They I also don't think he's as dumb as they edit. Oh, him absolutely on the show. not. He's actually much smarter than that. I think so too. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, they that that's his role in the show, and he knows it. Craig also knows his role in the show. Yeah, and he he knows, and also you, they find think now. I do believe that Austin and Craig's relationship is the most authentic thing we'll ever see. It's true, and y'all, in a way, it's it's in game them. They are they yeah. are bros. They are each other's person. They're gonna be in a nursing home together yeah. one day. Yeah. And I'm glad. I'm glad Craig will they be have hairless. one another. Hairless. <laughs> um, I'm too. We should, y'all. By the way, sending our love out to Charleston. They're having flooding right yeah. now. So apparently, really bad flooding. Yeah. So Charleston sissies, we're thinking of you. Good Send thing you there's no love. climate change. <laughs> Sorry, just ruined my point. But uh, anyway, I was being facetious. No, 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 no. Um, so. Lindsay, so they Lindsay's kind of like okay, I guess we're just gonna go back to being friends. Yeah, but that was the big deal. That was that was the big. This episode was kind said, of a snooze. You she guys. said, "Yeah." She said to him, "By the way, just don't pick me up and tell me you're gonna date me again." Because <laughs> he literally said that. And honestly, Paige says this later, but she says this about Andrea, um, Andrea. How do you say his Andrea? Name? Yeah, Andrea. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it kind of is not to say this all about. I'm not saying this for all men, but. He, Austin pursued her, they were flirting, and then they banged, and now he doesn't want to be your... How dare you say that all uh, men just want to bang, and then they're not interested anymore? Yeah. It, I don't I don't agree with that at all. Yeah, this isn't a mirror I can't even keep all. a straight face not when I'm saying it. Not a mirror at all. It. She's right. Uh, yeah. in, in general. In general. You, you have to develop an emotional connection. You have to, yeah. you, you have to, and it's hard for men to do that. Some, I'm not making ex- excuses for men in this way, but for a lot of men, it's hard for them to do that right away. And uh, women oftentimes are quicker at that than men. And especially, I mean, they talked about it on this double day. Because of men's vulnerability. Because of this Peter Pan syndrome <clears throat> that's so, what you said is, you know, rampant in, yeah. in Charleston. 
and everybody and in it. New York City, which is very true. And and the thing is, men want to run from vulnerability as long as they, and only when they get a little older, do they because mm-hmm. men. That's why they were they were having that conversation of the dating where where they were talking about dating men that were older, and that's great because men mature so much later than women. Do you, now, so, but Lindsay is older. She's in her 30s. She is. So, but do you think that just to play devil's, that, you know, um, misogyny comes from women and men and things like, and so just play, thinking of that chicken or the egg concept of men run away from vulnerability, do women... I don't know. I'm asking. Maybe sissies know. When you were younger and dating in your 20s, did they allow or keep, you know, open the door for men to be vulnerable? Or, because I know some people, like, and we see this a lot on reality shows, when they're in their 20s, then when they, way they describe a quote-unquote man they want to date, it is like they want the Prince Charming yeah. who sweeps them off their so feet. So there is that. It's, I, I think so, that's a great point. So, like, I don't know if, but, I and I can imagine that, you know, maybe they're getting that, but and I and I think that a lot of women, uh, especially women in their their early twenties, are already figured out, are trying to figure out what they want, and their idea of kind of uh, intimacy, they're trying to encourage it very quickly. Yeah, they're trying, and for men. Oftentimes, that is a. I feel like I'm speaking at a men's rights conference, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not. Kind of like I'm not. I'm not, I'm not trying to explain what, you're men. Like what's his name from Ninety Day? I'm like Ash. Ash. <laughs> men, women have their emotional feelings. Feelings. Uh, men aren't emotional at all. But I think. Remember when we thought Ash was the crazy one, and it turns out Avery uh, was it just turns out bonkers. Avery. But but I just want to say that that the idea of of when when for a, for a guy will turn and run mm-hmm. for that uh, and but especially for young guys in their twenties because they're mm-hmm. ter I think they're terrified I of vulnerability terrifi- I think they're terrified of vulnerability because as well. you have to because y'all masculinity in a traditional American sense there's not a lot of room for vulnerability you have to be, and you have to be taught vulnerability yeah, in this society you have to you, be taught you have to be taught it's true to carefully taught but luckily by the time women reach their thirties usually. Y'all, if you're a woman in your 30s and you're dating and you're looking for Prince Charming, you're in the minority. Because all my girlfriends, by the time they're 30, realize Prince Charming is dead. And Prince Charming's not real. It's not real. Prince Charming, yeah. he gay. Yeah. <laughs> Prince Charming's a big Mary. Sucks a dick. Sucks a dick. And I, I said to, I will always say this, find someone you can tolerate, who you can wake up next to and you can have a nice conversation yes. with. Who you don't want to strangle. Yes. And that, and that, make that your person. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Poodle, what's your first little, um, little, we, oh, we just want to remind y'all real quick. Um, if you want to go to our New York City and our Chicago shows, those are still on sale. Live shows. Go to Live, Reality Laugh, Ga- Live. Live, Laugh, Live. Go to realitygays.com. <laughs> We're about to do our, are you all right, Poots? <laughs> oh, no. She had a coffin fit. I'm fine. Okay. Keep talking. I can pause the show. (laughs) All right. I'm back. We're back. Almost died. (laughs) He almost died. We're back. Um, So go to the Linktree link. Um, That's going to have our live show information. Uh, Again, that, and we're, we're sold out on the Saturdays, but we have shows on Friday night. And again, 
For our people that love Watch What Crappens, remember their show is on Thursday night in New York, the night before our Friday night show, so you can go to both. Uh, and as well, if you want to make it a whole weekend of us, we've said this before, know that these shows, Friday and Saturday shows, are going to be different shows. We're going to be talking yeah, New about York, New York Saturdays sold out. Oh, wait, there's like maybe like two seats left. But I'm saying if you already have tickets oh, for Saturdays, for and Saturday, you're like, yeah. I want to go on Friday too, it's going to be a different show. You just want to get DP'd. <laughs> Yeah, but us and Crappens. If you want to, that's a that's three the P. gayest DP that's ever. That's the gayest. But if you want to get DP to just, if you want to get DP gay, go to both shows. We'll be there. Um, I wanted to say that. I wanted to say that Poodle is on a podcast that just dropped. These are their stories. <laughs> you're, you're just you're pointing at me like 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 a I point. I'm, I'm searching for this. Yeah. I'm on the Law and Order pod. Uh, these are their stories with Kevin. Um, and it's, I, we had a lot of fun talking about a classic SVU episode. Yep. Um, uh, check it out. We, it was we'll an episode the, with Carol Burnett. We'll put it in the link tree. We should do and that. And we had a lot of fun. And dun, dun. I was talking about ascots and, uh, turbans. Oh, wow. <laughs> Carol Burnett's, uh, uh, early days in musicals. Wow, you really just... I gayed the fuck out of that place. You went in there and said, Gay, 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 gay. <laughs> I suck a dick all day, day, day. <laughs> I think I did mention group sex and rub and tug. Wow. And <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I did talk about Mama's Family. So, and, if, wow. and that's when someone, someone who was listening and went... Yeah, this is too gay for me. Yeah, I'm it's turning this off. As soon as you bring up Vicky Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go see them on tour. They don't, what? They, they go do a tour. She does a tour of the first half she does is Vicky Lawrence. And the second Shut half. Up. And the second half she That's does it. real? She does his mama. I want to see that. Yeah, I, we should go. I wonder if there's anybody besides old gay men. No. I, I, well, it is. <laughs> it's, it's, old, it's old straight people. Because I've seen Carol Burnett speak like. Four times, y'all, because she's like my number one. Um, and every time I go, I'm usually, you know you're old when you're the youngest gay person there. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the age. There's not gay men in their 30s going to see Carol Burnett. Rarely. Yeah. If you are, come at me. Let me know. Um, and if she's playing in Los Angeles, you can bet I'm going to be there. So, my first uh, tea bag. I need to talk about... Uh, they're doing a beer bash, and everyone has to have a drinking buddy. Jason came with this game. This is so fucking stupid. It, he continues to be about as interesting as uh, boiled potatoes. I was going to say paint primer. <laughs> Either one. Actually, you know what? At least boiled potatoes are somewhat good. Or, I don't know, like unseasoned oatmeal. I like plain oatmeal. But no salt? No. Yeah, I don't put salt in it. <laughs> I make myself eat it. I like it now. I hated it at first. Sounds oh, wait, lovely. You know I do put cinnamon in it. So yeah. Okay. That's season. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sounds delicious. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Who gives a shit? But you're right. He's boring. <laughs> and no wonder Gabby doesn't want to date him. Yeah. You just go. He's, he starts talking. You just go. <laughs> Y'all, because I'm telling you now. This is what Gabby needs in a relationship. She needs excitement. Yeah, she's drama. And that means drama, and that means love, and that means intense feelings, yep. and that means she's going to end up breaking up with them and peeing on their pillow, and then <laughs> locking the door. 
when she leaves. Uh, but I, I just want to just point out that this is the, I, I think this is the failing of this show is that I kind of wish we had went outside and not let Julia cast this show. Because I think if we had found other people who had been on Summer House before, mm-hmm. like friends of theirs, instead of these weird model people. Or who, even like more, I'm surprised they pulled no one else from uh, uh, Southern Charm. I don't think they could insure anyone, probably. <laughs> well, Catherine's not coming. Yeah. Uh, Cam's done. Leva's um, married, and she's probably working Leva's on her. Leva's not going to do this. No, so there, there's no oh, wait, one else. It's because Austin and Craig are the only ones that haven't grown the fuck up. That's true. That's really when you think of yeah, who Danny's else? got a relationship. It, Danny would never be. Dan, and I think Danny they, would hate this. I think they need people who are going to drink. Yeah. And they need younger people. Austin's the oldest person in the house. Well, Kyle and Austin are the oldest people in the house. Because Austin's 36. Yeah, I don't know who they would have Or 33. Gotten. Yeah. Because Kyle well, is they, 30, 37. they could have gotten, um, what's his name, who was on this season? Uh, the guy that you thought was so hot, who had the kid. He was he lived in California. Oh, Pringle. They could have gotten they Pringle. They could have gotten Pringle. Pringle, but Pringle would have looked so old on this <laughs> fucking show. <laughs> he would have looked so old. They just would have called him daddy. That's true. I think they also needed more young unspoiled meat yeah <laughs> to to and nobody on this show has kids yeah yeah that 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 i think that's change. necessary that changes things yeah yeah that's very true uh, i think i don't know i just i feel like i feel like we could have at least had someone other than julia know these uh, no four I, people. I 100% agree because obviously to me the experiment did not work um, except for Paige and the Italian guy, and everybody well, and else, Sierra. Is, but they already knew her. Uh, that's true. That's true. She was, but uh, they he, they didn't go to Summer House when she was on it. That's true. So they maybe knew of her, but, but she's already vouched for. Uh, what do you mean she's already vouched? For? In other words, she's part of the she's oh, part, part of, the, of group. the group. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The others just feel like it. Just feels like they put four pod people in there. They're not really real yet. Even if they brought like if each if like let's say three people each had a friend, even yeah. if they're all even if they just all pretend. Let, let's say Julie, um, or let's say because Paige's friend like bring Julie because she's Paige's Julia. friend. Julia, sorry. And then I'm gonna have to correct that the rest of the time. time. <laughs> and then you know, and then like Amanda could bring a friend. I totally agree. Or it all makes it that's makes, how Summer House worked. Yeah, they brought would bring one friend, but not. But I think that would know. stop them from hooking up with one another. I think. I think that's why they had to find this new blood. But the deal is, though, is that two of the friends that Julie, Julia, Julia, <laughs> two of the friends that Julia brought were trying to hook up with one another and not trying <laughs> to hook up with people they don't know because they already knew each other. So, you know. Right. So, what the fuck? And also, uh, Julia brought a friend who we'll find out later. She basically ended her last relationship because she was involved yeah. in it. Yeah. So, it, it so, not only Julia. Now, that is interesting that Julia brought a friend and now is fighting with said friend. 
True. I just find these, I don't feel like the vibe is the same. I don't feel like the house, the, the big failure of Winter House. I don't love it. Is, I like talking about it with you, but I don't love it. Is is the vibe feels, no, it feels two things. It The vibe feels desperate. It feels desperate and forced. And, and also, it feels very Handmaid's Tale. Like, who's going to hook up tonight? And very pressuring everyone to have a mate in the house yeah. summer house never had that no it was about having fun it was about it was about well that's what we talked about the show is summer house was about a release from coming right. to and uh for the summer we talked about there we don't understand what is the need this should be called of, summer house winter bang trip it honestly if they all said it, even though probably some of us are tired of hearing it but they've all said I'm tired of staying in the city and being locked down because of COVID, and I finally have a chance to go out in nature and be yep. with people I don't know and fuck around. That's all the premise I need. I, I think call it COVID I think, house. I think Bravo goes the extra mile to justify a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And because I think they want it to be so real. Thank anyway, you. that's my teabag, how, how boring Jason is still. <laughs> Oh, so um, let's talk about because you brought it up. My next one is that's where the producer talks to ask Gabby, like, has Julia ruined past relationships for you? And Gabby's like, <laughs> you can't see me right now, y'all, but I'm just kind of, I'm, you know, when your mouth's ruminating, open and you're, you're rub, yeah, and you're rubbing in the bottom of your teeth, and she goes, yeah. <laughs> Y'all, Julia is an instigator. Y'all, uh, this is—I did not see this. This is fresh. Yeah, this is fresh. And I don't think I'd want to cat uh, cross Gabby. No, just just putting that out there. No. You're right. She'd pee on your pillow. Single white female vibes. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And so, but this comes up because Julia has told Gabby that she, or I'm sorry, Gabby has told Julia that she she's is into Luke. Luke. And Julia said, "Okay, well, I'll talk to him when we have a chance." Well, y'all. They're partying and they're drinking and doing this party, and all the guys, much to Poodle and I's happiness, are taking their shirts off and dance. First, Andrea starts it, and Boy, then his body's kind of nuts. It is, but Luke's looks great yeah, too. Yeah. And so Luke's dancing without a shirt, I think and she throws. Julia's got panties, which I assume are hers, hand, sticking it down his pants. Crying. And look. This would not have bothered me because it's like you're in this house, you're all drinking, you're right. just being. But Gabby, well, Gabby's a little close to the fire on this one. The point is, she's been burned before. She's been burned, And yeah. the idea of, uh, this is like, if I, if you mm. liked a guy, mm. and I had already kind of fucked around with your relationship before, uh-huh. and you told me that you liked a guy, and you saw me up in him again, you're like, Poodle's just doing what he normally does. Yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't be upset about it, because I would say... Poodle's doing what he normally does. <laughs> but you, it would come to a point where you're like, you were burned before. Yes, no, but no, yeah, burned before. Yeah. Um, but she the, apparently was her last boyfriend. I mean, she talks later to, I mean, I guess we can talk about that now because we jump all over the place. But so they're dancing. She's upset. But we find out Julie, or I'm sorry, Gabby's talks to Hubs. Wait, Gabby's talking to, was it Lindsay? Or who was she talking to where she confided that it was just her last boyfriend that Julia broke up. 
help break oh, up. Oh, God. It um, was, oh, shit. Paige. Paige. It was a page because she says, I have my limit with her. My last relationship broke up because of her. And Paige is and like, she, damn. Now, and now she knows that I like Luke and she's all grinding with him. And I'm like... They were dancing like it's a part. I didn't it, think it was that big deal. I think it's more of it feels like a betrayal for her. But yeah. I I think a lot of things feel like a betrayal to Gabby. Yeah. Did, did you see? And also, my, this is to extend a Gabby point. Luke goes and talks to Gabby. And she's like, yeah, I'm reading a book on personalities and training just to figure out how to work the house. Yeah. I'm like, honey, this is not something you put on camera. No. This sound this feels manipulative and gross. And then looks like what's that wall up there with all those post-its? And she I guess she writes things on post-its and then each day she blindly picks a post-it and that's how she lives her day. Did you see any of them? I did not. Did you? Uh one said, Why be a leaf if you can be a tree? I'm making that up. It didn't. Oh, it didn't. No, oh, I would believe that. But you know, they're just probably insipid. They're probably yeah. They're probably on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, it's not. It's not going to be good. We're going to talk about that. Actually, we'll talk about that later about Julia and Gabby having interaction. Let's go. Let us go to break, poodle. And we will get back to it. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. Oh, I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. 
They looked like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining 
To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed, have hope and find your happy. Hello, Julia. Well, hello, Julia. You don't get to play matchmaker this time out. No, you don't, Julia. <clears throat> um, it seems that we, we find out that Gab- Julia has been trying to get Gabby and Jason together. Mm-hmm. And at one point, and I don't think she's told Gabby about this. No. This is the thing. I think Julia is... I think I I think Julia might could be a very devious person. I think she's I think she has we, the potential to be great reality TV. We did not see this coming. She hid a lot of this cookie behavior. Yes, I I like her on this show cuz I think yeah. she gives she gives good. I think the rest of I think her friends she brought are just boring as yeah, hell. Yeah, they are. Because I think Abby's even boring to me. Yeah, she is. Um, but yeah, I think there's much more that's beneath the surface of her. Uh, we haven't so, seen. So <laughs> this, she basically, Gabby basically says, yeah, I'm not interested in, in Jason at all. So y'all, that's off the table. That's off the table. Yeah. <clears throat> that's off Which the table. Which means Gabby to be involved with Luke, possibly. There yes. are hints that Lindsay and Jason will get together. I will tell you now, that's not going to go well. Well, y'all, that is like a that is like a, a male hummingbird trying to fuck a female bald eagle. That's how they. That's how they fuck. Exactly. She would eat his lunch. She would eat his lunch, his testicles, his penis, his taint. He his might ear. like that though. He might like it. She would eat him up. But maybe he is. Attracted. It's great for a vacation. He's attracted to Gabby, and she's a little extreme. So maybe he likes it. He maybe he needs to be dominated. He needs to be Lindsayed. Maybe needs maybe. a good hub house. Poor Lindsay, when she said, I thought this was going to be a fun, flirty, two-week vacation, but I'm just here alone. <laughs> I'm here alone. She sucks. She's just my favorite. I... Where are we going to turn up? <laughs> Somebody Austin, make out with me. Austin and I can communicate with each other with our eyeballs. With our eyeballs. See, the thing about Lindsay... We don't have to talk. She says stuff like that that anyone else... Would say it if Gabby said that we would both go, okay, that's okay. scary. But when Lindsay says it, it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Because she 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 kind of means it, she and does. she's so sincere when she says it. She is sincere <laughs> about it. So, um, it's the next day, and things are awkward because Julie the realized, beer fest. Yeah, yeah, and Julie realized that Gabby isn't talking to her, and so they they're going out. They end up. They, uh, they're outside doing, I don't know, y'all, snow stuff. There's a lot of outside snow stuff. It looks horrible to me. It just looks cold. The skiing looked kind of fun, <laughs> but that's all I'd want to do. 
Did you? What did you think about Kyle's emotional moment? I got. I just, oh, I totally forgot. To I mark just that. think. I know it, it was a drunk moment, but we forget Kyle forget has that, that. You guys, he will he cry is. every we, season. Thank you for bringing that up. Yes, because he, he was looking for Amanda, couldn't find her. You know, Amanda. It is. It's sickeningly, 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 sickeningly sweet. Got to get those tongue exercises. That they're um, they're both upset at each other, or they get hurt by one another because they love each other so much. I know. And because y'all, she's upset because he's not paying attention to her because she loves him and she wants to spend time with right. him. And he needs to needs to cool off, but he's been so stressed out, especially because they moved their wedding, because he loves her so much and he wants everything to go well for her. And he wants, he's like, I don't do enough. And, and he wants to take, yes. And so they find, he's like, where's, where's Amanda? Where's Amanda? My dick. My dick's wet. I didn't know where you were. Where are you? And then Amanda sees, she's she crying. She crying. And even Amanda's like, we love each other a lot. And I'm like, if I didn't like y'all, this would make me want to throw up on my and television. I, and I, we just, I just, I've, I've seen them for a while. So yeah. I, I just know it's something they do. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you yeah, were talking we, about that. but No, I was going to talk about the Gabby and, can we talk about the Gabby and Julie confrontation? Ooh. Nothing is colder than <laughs> what's colder than the weather is that scene. That scene. Woo. Okay, y'all. So this did not, I thought this would, well, okay. I want to ask you a question. Who seemed more, I'm trying to use this word because I don't like to say crazy because women get called crazy. So I guess who seemed more unhinged or- Julia. Un- okay. All right. And ready to dig in. And ready to dig in. Okay. And why? There was Julie. It didn't seem like Julia was there to understand why Gabby was so. What upset. Gabby was saying, you don't understand. You okay? You that's what Gabby's point was. Yeah. She said that. Okay. Sorry, I just had a hiccup. Go ahead. <laughs> but Julia immediately starts defending herself. She does. She doesn't seem like she's listening a lot. And there's this. I don't know. I got a vibe. She's like, well, I, I, what are you telling me? You, you know, it's, she's like, I, are you thinking that I was just, I'm just dancing. And <sighs> instead of, and I understand if she might be upset by it, that, that it, it did seem like a small thing, but if you guys are friends, it, yeah. maybe take it back to let's diffuse this first mm-hmm. and let me see what you seem to be hurting. Yeah, it was a little bit. Julia was almost offended by just the moment of yeah. Kate, she kept saying, but because y'all, if you didn't know the history, you would kind of watch this and say, why is Gabby upset? She just danced with this guy and that was it. But Gabby's not upset about, she's not she upset said, about Luke. Gabby said she ruined my last relationship. She's upset about her last relationship and she's upset about past, past. The past is the past is the past. She's upset about things that have happened previously in their friendship. Yeah. So That's this all is, this is coming and this, up. And this, this argument is, none of this is about what just happened. None of it. And Julia is not seeing any of that. And instead of trying to get understanding, she does dig in and she was like, well, I can't believe it. You just were telling other people you were upset about me and talking about me behind my back. So it becomes a, which Gabby then digs in. Yeah. It becomes a, she said, she said. I guarantee you, Julia 
and Gabby said this, Julia never admits when she's wrong, and she never changes I, I positions. Can see, I can see that. And I guarantee you, Julia has says, well, if you, if, I'm sorry if you think you, I was involved, too involved in your relationships. I'm sorry if you, if you feel that way. And that's the closest she's ever gotten from Julia. Prob- I, I don't even think she said that. Yeah. Um, she just let it go. Yeah, she doesn't talk about it. I think I, um, I hope to God, I kind of want to see it, and I hope not. If Julia ever comes, um, she's going to meet her maker if she ever has a problem with hubs. <laughs> With a roommate. Agreed. Telling you that right now. I don't it's not think. Go good. That's the thing. Julia is so good at code switching that she turns she, she turns into a beta with Lindsay. I you think that's kind of see it. Gabby too doesn't. Maybe she can't be aware of. I think she's upset in another way too because it's upsetting when you're upset at your friend or a family member, but then. When you see them code switch and that's not the person you knew, yeah. it's super dysregulating and you're like, wait, what's happening? And it feels it puts you off kilter. And, and Julia's trying to be too. everyone's friend. Yeah. She's coming in. I will say, if I was with this person in a house and I I was kind of watching around, I'm like, Julia's kind of annoying as hell. I, I would I'd probably think that if Julia Probably or she would a code switch to you. That's true. She just compliments your everyone's eyes favorite you, thing. Eyes and tell oh, you, I love you, Julia. And tell you you have nice shoulders, and then you would be eating out of the palm like, of wait, her hand. I love Julia. <laughs> it already happened. I'm that easy. <laughs> we all are. Yeah. Anyway, so. So, can I just point out one more thing? Yeah. In the foursome that is Andy, Paige, Austin and Sierra. Mm-hmm. Andy chokes Paige. Okay, there you need to give some context. Because literally people <laughs> not, are like not like chokes her, like he it like sexually puts his this hand is around later her neck. on, right? No, the, when they were in that foursome. Oh, of, when they're in the fourth in the they were all in the bed. Yeah. Y'all, they're all kind of like and he was being like super sexual and then the show feels so high school to you. That's what I'm saying. It feels very but high doesn't school. It, doesn't it feel like they're just making people they feel that's the desperation of it. Because it's, they're in the hot tub or they're in their bed, y'all. And I, I mean, I never really did this, but like y'all, when you're in high school, you have to hang out with your group of friends, but you could be in a big bed. But if you're in high school and you're with your girlfriend or boyfriend in bed and your other friend is right beside you, you're all going to make out in the bed. Right. And, and Andy loves to do that. And sometimes people even like have sex in front of their, because that's the only place they can do it. Right. None Been of there. my male friends had sex in front of me with their girlfriends. I always said I was fine with it. Because you would have been right there just head, yeah. head in your hands. I always said, you know, it wouldn't bother me. <laughs> if you got to do it, I understand. I'm going to take some notes. I'm, I'm Catholic, so I won't talk about it at Assembly of God. Um, <laughs> I know people at Stoptown talk. I won't tell anything, <laughs> Charles. Town. Just fuck in front of me. <laughs> um, did you hear... And Andrea says, the thing is, I don't want to rush things because I just broke up with my girlfriend. And Who does he say that to? Uh, it, Austin. Yeah, he says He's like, Austin. I just want something casual. So, yeah. y'all, Paige don't do casual. We know Paige by now. She doesn't do casual, but she's not stupid. Paige says, yeah. she says kind of in the show, she says, look. I know once a guy fucks me. And she, especially this that's guy. That's it. And this, this, guy. this guy, this is it. But yeah, not only do we find out also with Austin, y'all, he's talking to two other girls right now. Yep. 
Not Austin, uh, Andrea. Andrea, on, yeah, Andy is talking to other people as well. I will say, this guy's a douche. There's, oh. there's, he, we knew it See, from, we knew it from the moment one. That's why I told you I wasn't, you, I could tell on episode one his schmarminess. Oh, because have you noticed? I, I agree with you. I'm still, I still think he's hot. But have you noticed his Italian accent is less too? It is. I called it all. It is. But no, I'm, I'm taken in by that. Now, I will say, by the second day, I don't find him that hot anymore. If this was in real life, you would still be begging <laughs> for him to slap his dick on your face. But then once I would have had it, it would have been over. Yeah, I don't think you would have. Yeah, I just, been, need, to, I just need to have it, and then I'm fine. And then you're fine. Uh-huh. So really, you both would want the same things. Oh, God, we're the same. <laughs> same, same. Same. Same time. Same. same. Uh, oh, Extreme Sisters. Can't wait for it to come back. No. Um, I, I, the same production company did that uh, Bay show that's coming to Amazon. All that's like the lesbian reality. Oh yeah, show. yeah, 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 yeah. Tampa Bay's, I think. Yeah. Um. So y'all, they're going out. The last thing I have is they're going on a double date with Amanda, Kyle, and Austin and Sierra. This is when I felt like things got weird. And I felt like all of a sudden we were it on got, a different show. It got real pressury again yeah. to use that word. It was suddenly like, wait a minute. Austin and Sierra are on a vacation and They've they're just They've known each up, other for four days. And now they're dating? Like, I don't want to go on a double date with someone I've seen for a week and a half. I don't want to go on a double date. I don't know. Paige is like, I want to go on a date. I was like, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. That's why, is it... Is it trying to, to, is the show trying to establish new relationships? I don't know. I thought it was just a vacation show. I don't know if it's trying to step because it wants to put it for season two when they come back. Because Summer House was never about that. No, no. It was about decompression and people and, and New Yorkers doing messy things. Yeah. I honestly think that, I think this show would have done much better. If it was an entirely new cast of people we didn't know. True. How would they get people to watch it, though? I think, well, Summer House started as a show. Like, shows have to start. That's true. Like, make a new show. Like, I think. But in, nobody in networks wants to take a chance on anything thank new. Thank you. I think in the current environment that we're in for programming, mm-hmm. uh, people are terrified of doing even something if they that did, new. Yeah, that's, but even if they did a show of just, like, Kyle and Amanda don't need to be there. Like, Amanda has served hardly any purpose in this show. <laughs> she's there because she's normal. Kyle's there. She's there because of Kyle. And, and Kyle's Kyle, there because he wants to sell Loverboy. Kyle's become the Daniela. He's just talking about work all fucking Winter House. Danielle. Same thing. <laughs> and so, I think that if they did this show again next season, it needs to be like Paige and Sierra, and that's it. Mm. Everybody else is new. Maybe one guy. Like, maybe... But again, if Paige and Craig are now dating. See, I I think I think Which I'm obsessed with. It's oh, it's I me too. I I think it's great. I hope I hope they grow together. I, so, I hope they find a way to grow yeah. together. Yeah. Because neither of them apart, I think uh uh are are gonna they're they're not gonna make it just being themselves. No, they're not. Yeah. So, okay, so my last thing I wanted to talk about was, um, first of all, this is a little aside. There actually have two. First of all, Paige, 
says she likes Andy's ad, but she's really more into dad bod. Paige, I love soft in the middle too. Come at me. Come at oh me, God. soft in the middle. It's you're, hot. You're saying you're come at me if you love a little soft in the middle. You're ladies. saying like it's something revolutionary. Hey, and it's just not. You've always shamed me for saying it, and no, I just want to say that's no, what I like. I'm, I'm not validated. I'm, I'm not shaming you. I'm just saying mm-hmm. you're talking about it like it's like y'all. Have you heard this thing called a dad bod? I'm really into them. I no, I've like said a I'm basic like girl soft in the middle, and you always go, oh. No, it's you know what it's it's not the problem. But it's you you say the phrase, and I go, I don't, I don't know why it does it just does something it. to me that I don't like to listen Sissies, to. Sissies, come at me, let me know. So this is what I would. I like it too. I'm just saying you're saying that like I love I love Lacroix. <laughs> like you're like you're an outlier. It's bad for your teeth. Um, <laughs> so here's something. How brave you are! Thank you. Here's <laughs> here's where we're going, y'all, and it's gonna be a. Uh, just as uh, as pumps for one of my favorite shows, Sweet Home Oklahoma. I says, wish that show was still on. I know it's going to be a lazy Susan of shit sandwiches, y'all. Get ready, <laughs> as Pump Pump says. So Julia and Gabby are fighting, but guess who is into Julia? Luke, Luke, y'all. Gabby's gonna freak the fuck. Yep. out and lose her shit mainly and this kind of shows you how gross luke is luke is like ah i really mean the Julia, boyfriend situation but she's a boyfriend and it, you kind of think i kind of thought he would bring it up and that'd be like and andy it. says to be honest but they're no, on and off that's what i'm saying he brings it up yeah. earlier and then later he's pumping information from andy about it yeah but then luke will know, make I've out asked, julia asked, how uh is your relationship <laughs> So Andy says, why don't you try and investigate? It's not going to go good. I agree. Um, I'm that this, this series may wind out working for me. Why, why may wind up working for me because it's so short that I won't have that same fatigue. Yeah. It's supposed to be on. six episodes. We, I saw in the trades. That's what it's supposed to be. Oh, the trades. But yes. The trades. It's, but how many times is the show? Boy. Plathville, we thought was nine and it was twelve, but we don't care. If you we haven't listened to Plathville, it's, it's on our eight dollar Patreon. Plathville was still my favorite show. Plathville and Pig Royalty, favorite series uh, yeah. of the season. See, I I I would love for you to listen year. to our podcast. I'm even even if you don't want to listen to our podcast, watch the fucking series. Watch Plathville. That last welcome episode, to Plathville on TLC. It is so so good. Yep. It is. It's a great binge. It is television that entertains and makes you think about your life. And informs. Yes. Yes. And we're trying to get Mike Path on the show. Message him <laughs> He's twice. He's here. I'm blocked now. <laughs> um, don't know Still how trying that to get app- that dick pic. Yeah. Yeah. That's the show. That's the show, everybody. Go to realitygaze.com. Remember, we'd love to see you at one of our live shows coming up. We're excited. More dates will be announced soon. Yes. We're, we're, it's going to be. We're we're slowly putting together more cities, you guys. Slowly, slowly. Basically, what we have to do it takes a while because we have to. Um, I have to figure out where states where I'm not have outstanding warrants. Yep. 
Yeah, or where there's an ex-husband yeah. who's still really angry at Poodle and, and shows up at the show with a gun. Yeah, we've got to check into every hotel. He's got his name's got to be like Salty Peter or something like that, so no one knows it's him. Flim Flanders. Flim Flim Flanders. There you go. There you so go. You, you see Flim Flanders on the registry. Exactly. You know that Flim Flanders. Anyway, y'all. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with us and watching Winter House. And who's Tracy? Remember, who's Tracy? Who's Tracy? Who's Tracy? Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.